Hey guys, I hope you can hear me well. I'm doing this live, so it's always a complete shit show. Yeah, yeah well, I, I hope, hope you're right. right. I hope, I hope it takes off. off. I'm ready for it. Um, yeah. yeah. Except it's yeah. one of the one reasons, of the reasons that, Osama that Osama bin Laden listed for 9-11. You're just like, oh, so this, I've never heard that before. Yeah, that's because you don't know anything, fucking retard. The people who fought for Ron Paul were rejecting their parents and grandparents' obsession with culture You've been like the embodiment of that magnificent. <laughs> I mean, like, you're like the glue that holds us together now. You're responsible. Hurt yourself. It's your fault. <laughs> You've been warned. Like, all the personal responsibility comes in. And then it's like, oh, we don't vote for more taxes. But it's a zero-sum game, and 50% of the population plus one vote gets to shove their version of things down other people's throats. Scott talks to Mike Levine. I can't talk to Scott anymore, even though they disagreed on everything. <laughs> but they sure are okay with it with the government doing it. Exactly. Either you make memes, you become a podcast. <laughs> <Meme Lord. laughs> like, no, like everybody just got money from the government. And it's like, what is that? How does that actually help the cook in the kitchen? I mean, we're dropping millions of tons of organs on, on houses and, I mean, you know, apartment programs. For them to ask her to support Al Qaeda in Iraq, in Syria. Like, oh, that's oh, okay that's as long as it's in Syria. Thinking people, of which there are like maybe half a percent of the population, they're just looking at this and going, this is freaking stupid. I mean, you just name the sacred cow. If they criticize it, they get deep black. It's just that because they're losers with no job, they have time to tweet all day. A thousand years of darkness we get Joe Biden in there. He's a child smelling hormone corpse. I want your phone to blow up with notifications every time the show is on. Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you for watching. Uh, that was my new channel trailer, just in case you haven't seen it. I have it up on my uh, Twitter page, and then it's also the pinned video on YouTube, so go check that out. Today, back on the show, again, I've got my buddy, Jose Galison. How's it going, Jose? Doing all right, doing all right. Fucking living life, super stoked. I uh, received a uh, message from the, the big man himself yesterday, so I'm, uh, I'm going up to the big leagues, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have Dave Smith on his show. So make sure you go uh, subscribe to him. I've got his link to his YouTube channel and to his Twitter in the description. So go check this guy out. He's uh, he's great. So uh, <clears throat> Jose, I, you and I are kind of kindred spirits in some ways, um, especially when it comes to I'd say humor and shit posting on Twitter and how we deal with controversy or bullshit or drama. Pretty, pretty similar. I mean, you, you're in the military, so I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, uh, dealing with camaraderie in the workplace, what I've noticed is tough people don't react. Tough people let things, you know, just blow off. They just, they just, it's like, they're like a duck when you're spraying, spraying it with a hose. Like it just doesn't care. Just whatever. Just let the, you know, let it run right off my back. I don't care where the, the reactionary people are actually the ones who are more sensitive typically. And you can tell who's sensitive by how they react to certain humor or certain attacks or certain bullshit. But uh, one of your tactics that I've recently adopted that I enjoy is uh, when someone insults me, I like the tweet and then retweet it. And then occasionally Chad yes meme it, which is so much fun because they have no idea how to handle that. But have you noticed that same thing that the the people who are actually tough don't get emotional? They can kind of just handle bullshit. Yeah, and and on the like and retweet thing, that is a great. I love it because it's a subtle fuck you. It's a way to say I notice you. I'm not going to interact with you. And if you do, you're interacting them in a double down fashion. But if you ignore them, it's almost a little bit better. So you can like just say, hey, I saw you. Um, and then you retweet it and that way it's like, and I'm not going to interact with you, but maybe my followers will. I don't know. I mean, like, and obviously the more followers you have, the better it works, but you know, whatever. I don't care. It's, it's fun to me. And it's not even like a quote to just a subtle little tweet, whatever I'm going to send out to the world. And you know that your following is like-minded and they're going to trash them as well because you've kind of cultivated that following. Uh, but yeah, no, it is definitely the, uh, the weak pussies cry about weak shit. Um, that's kind of, I mean, I'm actually not in the military anymore. Well, I technically am. I'm on terminal right now. I'm like using up the last of my vacation days. Right. Um, but yeah, no, what the hell? But anyway, that was my wife. She just walked in. Sorry. Right. She threw me off. I don't need that right now. Thank you though. <laughs> Sorry. Um, God, that's super professional. 
but uh <laughs> that's how you roll <laughs> Get hey, at least your, mu- your mic is plugged in this time or a little yeah more. for real oh. <laughs> uh yeah uh, I'll, I'll beat her for that later but <laughs> but yeah no it's it, it's always been a good mechanism of identifying those who are weak shit and not to be messed with i've always worked in like uh even before i joined the military i was always worked like blue collar jobs like in the military i was a mechanic so like i've kind of always had i always played sports too and it's the same when you're dealing with people doing dirty jobs i mean it's probably different you have like a corporate job or some shit like yeah this is how you identify who the people are and I know a lot of people will say like, "Oh, that's a good old boys club and shit," but it's like, yeah, well, maybe you're not in that good old boys club because you're a bitch. Like, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know what to say. And there is something to being able to tell like who the hell it's worth interacting with in that regard, especially something where you got to get your hands dirty. You know, it's not always going to be fun. Shit like that. I'm sure you have the same. I mean, I know your job isn't as much as a uh, team environment, but I'm sure you experience the same thing as well. So yeah mostly with my past job not this one so much because i'm solo all the time but the other thing i would note i had two different bosses one of them would freak out about everything like every little thing was the end of the world and he was kind of intimidating but after a little while it just you just got bored of him like you didn't care if he freaked out anymore because he just did it all the time so you'd just be prepared for it and you'd go in and he'd scream at you and he'd be like yeah whatever okay and then my other boss, he was super, super mellow, and he was always very agreeable. So when he freaked out at you, you were like, whoa, okay, <laughs> something is wrong. I really fucked up. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. They think that if they can always beat their chest and you know show everybody up all the time, that they're king shit, where in reality, I mean, if you do that with every little thing, you all, you just become obnoxious and it just becomes the new norm. Like if you reserve that hellfire judgment for when someone's really fucked you over or someone's really done something bad, then people are like, whoa, what happened here? You know? Yeah, no, I can go nuclear and I have before I get none come, come up, come to mind. But like, I normally reserve that. If anything, I'm more just like fucking with you. I'm not getting emotional. Usually just doubling down on whatever the thing is and just allowing them to get outraged, allowing them to make a spectacle of themselves. And, I know, really, it's so much fun. Like uh, today, I like, I what did, I was, I teasingly because it's kind of a meme to make fun of like white women, and mm-hmm. I just like sort of made some fun of someone for being a white woman, and I, I, I genuinely don't have any issue with white women, but it was just because I knew it would make them mad, and it worked. I've had like I don't know how many people freaking out, and then you also, especially when you attack women, you have the white knight effect where like men come out of the thing, you're like you can't do that, like as if the woman can't stand up for themselves. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 amazing it's fun it's you just gotta find those sacred cows and poke at them which i i think one of the actually you didn't, you didn't have the title but i know like we might we'll probably talk about like the religion thing which is kind of a sacred cow but <laughs> you don't fuck with our sacred cows is basically what most people's thing is yeah so, the thing is like if you're someone who's always going to be square and you're not gonna ride the coattails of any joke and you're just gonna you know always be a hundred percent business Okay, fine. Like, I, I don't, you know, I think you're kind of boring, but I'm not going to judge you at all. If you're someone who likes to be an edgelord and piss a whole demographic of people off all the time, whether it's trans people or Democrats or blue pilled people, once Christians come into the scene and you start clutching your pearls and getting all angry and, you know, saying that we're alienating a certain demographic or whatever, I'm going to be like, dude, you don't care about alienating other demographics any other time. And I saw this all over Twitter when uh, there were a few different jokes that were made. By the way, I didn't make any of them, but I still caught a lot of heat for them. But I, th- I think there were four different jokes. There was another one dropped today and people just lost their ever-loving shit over it. And it was mostly people that I'm kind of in circles with who are usually shit-posting edgelords. And to see them freak out about that, I was like, that's not cool. Like, if you're going to be an edgelord and you're going to make fun of sacred cows you got to make fun of all of them you can't get upset when people start turning on yours that, that's yeah. how i feel no for real that, that, that is definitely the case um i actually did did one i uh i but mine like i actually gen- i always go on about how i'm not really the angry atheist type i think it's actually literally right. probably my first post about religion because i do feel like religion is one of those topics it's just really like i don't mind interacting with somebody if they're not, like not they're going to be cool about it but it's usually something that's just like it literally is just like something that will outrage people to outrage people i think Personally, I find it kind of cringe to like be doing angry atheist posts, and then. But on the other hand, I also think it's like cringe to get really irritated by it either, because I, right. I think I think 
one is fruitless. Like there's no point in it. It's not even like fun outrage. And then on the other hand, it's like, if you're outraged, it's kind of like, really? Like you, I mean, I guess in a sense it does kind of show like, ugh, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that people just really get butthurt about. But yeah, no, I made a post. It was like, a, and the whole point of my post wasn't even that I was trying to argue. Literally the joke was the outrage and right. I made it extremely explicit. I put, I think I put uh, the history, the historicity of Christ is tenuous at best, or historical evidence. Yeah. And then I just, I literally put and mute, and then I additionally put a gift that said mute to be like, hey, I'm not listening to you because I just want to like, I thought it'd be funny to, to like literally like the joke there is like, like, and that was the most respectful way you could say anything. Like, it literally said like almost a borderline academic sense. It wasn't even like making a. And like there are there were like multiple people like oh you, these edgy atheists <laughs> literally all I literally made a, a claim about historical evidence that's all I did you freaked the fuck out and I even told you I wasn't even going to pay attention and you still freaked out <laughs> but that's just I, I, the whole point of that post was like look how ridiculous you guys are being it wasn't even to be like the angry atheist like I don't even care to argue about it I think it's usually yeah. fruitless although I do think the historicity of Christ is tenuous at best. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people would consider me an angry atheist, but I think they've never watched a video of me having a conversation with someone about it. Like it's always because of Twitter and Twitter is not a good way to judge, you know, how level headed or serious somebody is. Um, I just went on, uh, forget his actual name, but uh, Daniel three, yeah. I think you've been on his too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And He's we had a great, great conversation about religion. It was very civil, very interesting. We both had a lot of points we agreed on. So, uh, by the way, if anyone hasn't seen that, go over to his channel, check that out. Um, I think, I think I got to post that to my YouTube community so you guys can go see that, but great. You were literally the following guests after me, but yeah, 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 it was (laughs) super great, whatever. But you know, I'll make some, I'll paraphrase, uh, Lysander Spooner and just switch the constitution with God. Cause it's, and, and that's a, in my opinion, that's not an angry atheist joke. Like that's pretty fucking dumb and pretty harmless, but man, do people just freak the fuck out about it. And, um, you know, they'll claim that I'm trying to push Christians away and that I only want my small clique of atheists, libertarians, whatever. And it's like, I mean, it's just not true. And the other thing is like in neither of our bios to say anything about not believing in God or atheist or naturalist or whatever, like there's nothing in there. And so many libertarians have like crosses or verses or, and that's fine. Like, I don't care. I've never complained about it, but just the outrage is not equal. Like the other thing is um, a lot of Christians want to claim that they're persecuted or that, you know, they're mocked. And I'm like, guys, you're, you've got in God, we trust on the money. You know, we have under God in the pledge of allegiance. Uh, We've got all these holidays that have Christianity embedded into them that are sanctioned by the U S government. Like if I wanted to be a homo about it and be all like, you know, Oh, I'm persecuted because they're trying to push God on me. Like I could say that, but it would be super dumb. I'm not persecuted. Um, You know, I am allowed to have my opinions. No one's trying to lock me up for what I think, but I'm just sick of the reverse being uh, articulated as though it's true. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not true and it's bullshit. No, it's, it's annoying. This, it's, but this is a, this is a narrative that's been like our whole life. I know me and you about the same age. I know growing up, that was a thing. They're like, Oh, the, the Christians were because I grew up in a Christian household. I was very religious, and they were. It was always this like, oh fucking, oh no, they were, were the most persecuted. Especially when I was growing up, that wasn't the case. And like the right. the nineties and early two thousands, it's like that was not the case. We had a very religious nation. It's becoming less and less so. I'll give it that, uh, which I think has its pros and cons. I've I've actually been very open. I'm I am a staunch atheist, and, I, and when I say that, I don't mean I'm asserting there's no God, but I'm pretty resolute in my belief that there is none. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, God, I forgot where I was going with that, but, uh, shit, I, I had a point. <laughs> Are you going to say we're, we're losing something along with, oh, 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 I was going to say, you know, I've been very, when I first kind of found, came around atheism, I was like, there's no utility for religious religion whatsoever. It's just for dumb people. It's like, there, it's, I don't know. It's just not good. Not good at all. And I'm starting to kind of think that maybe there's some sort of kind of utility and in the sense of like, Hey, if someone is. And because, like, I guess now, I guess I no longer really care if you believe in a god. And I used to think that was such a big deal. I do mm-hmm. think it's a result of faulty logic. I still think that. But yeah. I mean, if I can use that faulty logic and get you to a conclusion I want you to be, which is liberty, which is what I ultimately care about, I kind of don't really give a shit. 
Like yeah. I, I genuinely don't. And and there is something too. I think that I mean you've said it yourself too. A lot of these people get rid of religion and just find another one. And 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 yeah. there is some truth to a lot of these. Like uh, you know, especially like the post libertarian sites. Like everyone has their own god. I mean, it's kind of super annoying. And I don't know if it annoys the shit out of you too, but it kind of annoys me when people say that. But there is truth to it. Like like I guess even then, like I'm more of like an egoist, which I actually have an episode dropping this week with a uh, with a uh, Magnus about egoism. And that's mm-hmm. kind of more where I come from. So in a sense, I kind of am my own God, but not in this weird, like I'm in, in like this, I don't know. It's really not as sinister as they make it out to be, I guess. I don't know. I, and, and I feel like a lot of this religious stuff is they start with a conclusion and work back. Whereas like, I know I feel like I go the opposite way. I like, I start yeah. with my senses and, and work upwards. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do think there's utility to it. I just, it is really annoying seeing these people freaking the fuck out one way or the other though. It's, I don't know. I guess I'm past being defined by whether I'm religious or not. I kind of don't care, but it is annoying seeing people still defining themselves by that, you know? So Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Um, unfortunately, I also feel this way about the state a little bit that um, just like I don't, I think it would be great if we could move beyond religion. Like I, I do think it's kind of dumb and it's just justifications that shouldn't really exist anymore. That it seems like we're, we know enough and we're aware of enough of the natural world and history that we could be like, okay, you know, this was kind of what kept people in line in the past, but we don't really need this anymore. Unfortunately, I feel the same way about government a little bit. Like I don't think people are ready to move beyond government. You know, I, so that doesn't change my anarchist belief, but it does put things into a different perspective. Like there's just no way people are going to be willing to give up the idea of a police force or of a welfare state. Like they're just not there. And <laughs> I don't know, that's more disappointing than the religion thing to me, but um, I guess. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, my thing is like, let them have that. That's my thing. I just want to be able to have my place. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's the problem is, yeah. they, I mean, that's the thing that's typically better about religion is in general, they're more willing to say, okay, you know, if you don't want this, whatever, like go do your own thing where with the state, at least now, there's no opt out. There's no public option for government, you know, like there should Which, be. I think you kind of hit on something there though. Cause like, look how religion kind of died off. And I mean, a century ago, this was not the case. It wasn't just like, Oh, you can be religious and I won't. And it's all good. You know, woohoo, yeah. whatever. Uh, and we're kind of getting that with the state now where, you know, it's as less people are religious, as less people are status, we may experience the same effect. So, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I obviously I don't know. I don't know what the future may bring, but I'm very optimistic for the future and being that like, we can start self-segregating in that kind of way. And that like, Hey, you know, whether it be the free state concept, or I think it's going to be more like we have like super authoritarian city states with it being more relaxed on the outskirts. That's what I would guess for the future. But either way, as long as we can get these areas of freedom, and these areas of authoritarianism, I don't really give a shit which one you pick, whatever makes you happy, you know? So like, I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately, I think what has to change is not so much people being religious or atheist, because I think you can be brainwashed just as easily in either position. You know, I used to think that religion was a bigger facilitation for massive um, co-opting, but it's been completely obvious that atheists are just as susceptible to that. It really doesn't matter. What it is, is if you're, I think it really comes down to individualism. And judging judging every person on his own merits, not categorizing people, because that seems to be the root of where all this bullshit comes from, because that's how they get to pit you against each other. You start dehumanizing each other. You think of, you know, the Republicans or the blacks or the Muslims or whatever as a category instead of a group of individuals. And then they can start controlling you from there. So it really comes down to people rejecting collectivism and because um, we've seen collectivism um, destroy societies in atheist and religious states, you know, like in communist Russia, there was no God, but they certainly didn't respect individuals there. And then you have the Spanish inquisition, you know, very religious state, but they still didn't respect individual people. To me, that's kind of the delineator that makes the difference between a society that I want to live in and one that I wouldn't want to live in. What the individualism collectivism dichotomy? Is that where you're yeah. getting at? Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. Cause I feel like we get squirrely with definitions here. Cause if 
Because I'm all for voluntary forms of collectivism, Because, but I feel like collectivism has connotations of not being voluntary. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it depends on what you mean, I guess. But Because, like, I'm all for the Ancoms and the Ansocks having their little fucking voluntary, you know, hellhole. Because I, I, my economic beliefs drive me to believe that that probably won't work out well. But whatever, they go fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really give a shit. I, I definitely tend to agree in that I think the individual should be, um, you know, prime like the uh, the driving factor like even like i brought up egoism earlier egoism is actually surprisingly a a ideology that the left and the right seem to both like it's kind of like one of those things that's kind of like transcends in a sense because it like they egos and the collectivism being like a union of egoists so like the egos big into like that and that like it's just a a collective of individuals essentially but yeah no i totally agree if, if you're saying like because really the, the real question is is voluntary or not voluntary is what it comes down to but collectivism usually means like hey you gotta shut the fuck up for the good of the collective and if that's the case yeah no it's not good we, we tend to drive towards you know which i mean to some extent maybe there's a case to be made these like ancom and sock things just evolve back in some other form of government so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I can kind of talk in circles around it. I have no idea. I can kind of argue both ways. <laughs> yeah, it seems like collectivism is what brings us back to government. You know, like even if we got rid of the state, if you start building all these collectives and then this certain individual gets in your way or this small group of individuals is, you know, hindering your progress that you want to make, then <laughs> you make a state and get rid of them. But I don't know. I mean, that, that's a whole different discussion. You're right. Um, so this actually kind of segues well into vaccines because I was talking about this because this is actually one of the secular religions that I think we're seeing take place. So I want to kind of give my opinion on vaccines. So I'm I'm 27 years old, Alex Jones or something. According to the CDC, that is my chance of death in my age bracket with my health conditions. So technically, the vaccine lowers my chance of death a little bit. But it's so minimal already that I don't really have a strong inclination to get it. On top of that, the vaccine still hasn't completely been proven to stop the spread of COVID. I mean, that's still kind of up in the air. They're leaning more toward that it does. But even this, you know, even the government hasn't said completely that it definitely stops the spread. There have been cases where people have been vaccinated and then they still get it, some of them. And then other times they can still carry the disease. So Basically, when it comes down to the facts, I'm pretty neutral on getting the vaccine. Like, I'm not going to push disinformation that it's some giant, um, you know, depopulation scheme or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I guess that could be possible, but that's not what I'm going to assert as fact because I haven't seen any evidence for that. So when it comes down to it, logically, I'm pretty much on the fence. Like, I don't know if, if you came to me asking, should I get the vaccine? and you're in the same group as me, I would say, dude, that's up to you. Like, I don't care. Get it if you want or don't get it. Um, here's the deal. So there's there's this massive media government propaganda machine that is really attempting to dehumanize people who choose not to get it. I mean, there's headlines about uh, like, hey, maybe you should ditch your unvaccinated friends or saying that we shouldn't let unvaccinated people into certain venues. There's still the push for the vaccine passports. I thought we'd kind of beaten that battle, but it doesn't look like we really have. There's still a push for it. Uh, Anthony Fauci is talking about mandatory vaccinations. And so that has pushed me over the edge to saying, I'm not going to get it. And there's nothing you can do to make me get it. Um, And people are looking at that as blind contrarianism. And I don't think it is because I mean, it would be blind contrarianism if this were a an extremely dangerous disease that had a high chance of killing me, and this uh, vaccine would very obviously lower those chances and lower the chances of me spreading it. And if I were still just resisting it out of contrarianism, I could, yeah, okay, that would be kind of dumb. But that's not what it is. Like, this is at best, like, just a neutral position for me to be in. And then seeing all this bullshit driven by big tech, by the government, by news media, you know, it kind of makes me say, you know what, fuck you, I'm not going to get it. And I'm going to stand with these people who don't want to get it. And it's my only real way of voicing opposition more than just on Twitter by just saying, nope, you know, I'm not going to do it. Uh, But I, man, (laughs) I made it onto three Twitter lists today. Uh, I was on bad libertarian takes, bad, uh, 
bad HIPAA takes and bad coronavirus takes. So it got shared like, you know, to hundreds of thousands of people. And I was getting, um, <laughs> you know, tons of comments on it and retweets and angry people, people literally telling me they hope I die from COVID or that I should put a tattoo on me that says to not treat me if I get a severe case of COVID-19. And a lot of these same people had Medicare for all in their bio, which is, you know, a little bit hypocritical. But, uh, you know, that to me is worth resisting. I mean, I'm not I'm not a contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian. But when you have such a massive fear campaign gripping the country that people are wishing death on people who don't partake in the same system and people who don't take the threat as seriously as they do. And you want to ostracize people or lock them up or destroy their lives if they don't want to partake in a vaccine that could lower their chance from like a quarter of a percent of death to a one hundredth of a percent of death or whatever. I don't know. That's something that's worth resisting to me. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the vaccine in general? And I mean, if whatever you think. I hope you get the sniffles so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, yeah, no, I, just, I don't know. It's so creepy. You look at a lot of these like celebrities posts, and they're like straight up like look like fucking ads. It's ridiculous. Like I feel like they're overplaying their hand like crazy. Dave Smith did an episode the other day where he's talking about how how few people and like I'll be honest, like I'm not in an economic position to where like if I absolutely had to, you know, like I mean I'm not gonna lie, if I absolutely had to, I probably would. But I'm gonna do every goddamn thing I can not to. If it really comes down to like putting food to the table or getting a vaccine, I'll get a vaccine. Call me, call me unprincipled if you want. I don't give a fuck. But, yep. like, I don't want to. I, there's no fucking reason. I'm 30 years old. I'm fucking, like, I'm in pretty decent shape. Obviously, I've been in better shape in my life, but I'm in good shape. I have, I'm in a house with an 11-year-old girl, an 8-year-old girl, and like, my daughters, and my wife, who's 29. So, it's, like, actually 28. But, like, we're not, like, fucking ain't. Like, we're good. Like, I, I don't see why that'd be an issue. Like, we don't regularly interact with any elderly people that are going to be a problem. Like, I don't understand, and, like, I mean, even, let's say I'm wrong. I'm, I like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of checked out of, like, because when this first started, like, COVID stuff, I want to know everything, because I, I legit was, I don't know if I'd say I was necessarily scared, but I was concerned, and, like, because, yeah. like, I want to know. Like, you don't know, especially when right. this was in the early days when this was over in China. Like, a lot of people act like, oh, I knew it was nothing from the beginning. Like, no, you fucking didn't. Like, I mean, there was that period of time where it was, like, weird shit in China. Like, well, this is weird. Like, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's not that crazy that China had some crazy super virus and was like trying to hide shit because they were making it seem like there's these like videos coming out of nowhere. Like, oh, look at this crazy shit. And you're like, holy crap. But like, I, I, I don't know. You're like, I, I was scared at first, but I kind of at some point, once I kind of came to, I came to the conclusion at some point that's like, this isn't really anything to be concerned about. Like at the end of the day, like I got to go live my life. Like, I like I so I stopped kind of being concerned about the facts and graphs and all that shit and all like you know, the Tom Woods type stuff, which I mean that stuff's good. I mean it's good for people to have, but kind of stop caring. So I, but at the same time, like I feel like I know more than the average bear. So it is like kind of funny how people have this instinctive knee jerk like reaction to be like, oh, you're not going to vaccine, you're fucking terrible. It's like you don't even like most of these people don't know the fuck they're talking about, yeah. and the ones that do, how's that going to work? If you really want me to get vaccinated, how, you really think that like that's going to work? Like. I don't feel like it's unreasonable for the normal person to be like, well, I'm in perfectly good health. It doesn't seem like, um, you know, it's going to affect me much. It also, um, like, it, I will build up an immunity if I get it naturally. And, I mean, I feel like most people know the natural immunity is kind of better. So I don't I don't really see. And, I mean, I've heard rumors. I don't know about the – I've heard rumors that supposedly – at least I know the ones at my work they were giving out. They were saying that the ones at my work, whichever one it was, that you can still pass it on while having it. The only yeah. difference is you won't have symptoms. Right. So it's like, how is that worse? Like that doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, <laughs> so you could be spreading it and not have any sort of indication that you are or like a symptom. Like you coughing is like, hey, I don't feel good. Maybe I should stay home. Whereas yeah. you're like, I feel fine and spreading it all about. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the science. So anyone's going to cr criticize me for the science. It's like, I don't, I don't really get if we're wrong, then they're going about this entirely wrong because they're doing, they're trying to champ assuming this really is as bad as everyone's saying, which I, I'm almost certain it's not like, how is a shame campaign going to work? Like, is that really going to make people do it? Like, and when you have this people, many people who aren't, it's kind of like, well, then it's not working. Like, wouldn't it be better to educate the masses? And they act like, oh, we are educating, but it's like, 
I, I, I'm not at all against people getting the vaccine. If you feel like your value judgment is it's, it makes sense for you, it's to me it's like no different than the flu shot. I'm not if I can help it, I'm not gonna get a flu shot. Why the fuck would I get a flu shot? Like right. if I get the flu, I'm gonna shrug it off and be fine. Yeah. And like and I, I don't know what's in these flu shots. I don't really want to put random shit in my body that I don't need to. I mean, I and you know what? Maybe call me a backwards heathen, but it's like I'm sorry, I don't want to put random shit in my body. Like I, <laughs> and I'm not even going crazy kooky conspiracy. It's just like I don't I don't I don't really see the point in essentially taking medication if I don't need to. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm not going to if I can help it, but it, it I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me in any way they're going about it. I, I don't think that they're at this point I'm pretty hopeful for stuff, at least in certain areas. Sure. I mean, maybe in like Cali and some of the more like liberal areas, there will be some crazy shit with that. But that's kind of what I've been talking about, self-segregation. I kind of almost, in a sense, hope they start cracking down, in a sense, because then it'll start moving people. It'll increase the self-segregation I'm talking about, because it's probably not going to be a national. I highly, I do not, I, there's no way that they're going to do any of this shit on the national level. But it'll be like in the more liberal areas, and they'll start moving people to the areas where there are more freedom in this regard. And yeah, I know a lot of people like conservatives aren't much better, but it's like, you know what, I feel like rural in general, whether it's conservative or not, is more freedom oriented. Like I was yeah. just thinking today while I was driving in the middle of nowhere, like like I was going to go pick up my kid from her friend's house and her friend lives. I'm, I'm kind of in the sticks. This person's like 10 minutes away from me further in the sticks. And I'm just driving in the middle of nowhere. And it's like this, this right here, this is anarchy. Like there's no one around me. Like this is what anarchy is. Like yeah. I'm literally in an anarchic state of mind right now. There's, no cops, no nothing fucking with me. And like, and so obviously it makes sense. The more concentrated an area you go to, the high, the more of a not anarchy is going to be in a sense because you have more people, more people snitch, cops, whatever, et cetera. Like more of a influence of the state. So I, I mean, I just don't feel like humans are meant to be concentrated in that manner. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of rambling on, but yeah, it's fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like the flu shot either. I mean, the flu shot, you're not allowed to play on the basketball team if you don't get it or something. That, and that's not the same level of what they're doing here. You don't get massive media and government campaigns every fall to get the the flu shot. There's a sign. Yet. CVS. Yeah, not yet. But there's been a <laughs> sign at CVS that says, get flu shots here. And that was about it. And then, you know, mm -hmm. to join the sports team or whatever, you had to get it. Like, it wasn't talking about ostracizing people and shutting down their lives and ruining them as people and you know trying to deplatform them or whatever I and mean, it's gone to a whole new level and it, it's kind of like it's kind of like the war on terrorism at this point uh, as far as the propaganda behind it goes you know like when we were going to go into iraq a lot of people were like wait a second iraq why iraq and then we needed like oh because of this and this and this you know and it was just pushed and pushed and pushed and people were like Okay, I guess. Yeah, we got to do something like, you know, we just had this September 11th a couple of years ago. Yeah, let's, you know, we'll do that. And, you know, whenever there's this massive push to convince you that something is true and shutting down of alternative sources and deplatforming people who disagree, in my opinion, that's just the time when you should be extra aware and paying attention and looking for chinks in the armor. Because, I mean, it, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean that it's false, but... It's just strange if they have to force everybody to think a certain way instead of just things being kind of self-evident, like, oh, yeah, this is happening. OK, well, we'll do this because that's how most things work. You don't actually need a massive media campaign to convince you to do a certain thing. Uh, people sort of follow along with what's happening because they know something's wrong. And I don't know. I don't feel I don't feel that this is the same way. This seems more like it's laden with propaganda because they want you to do a certain thing. Yeah, generally, you don't really have to force people to do something that's, like, in their best interest, especially to this regard. Like, don't get me wrong. People do dumb things all the time. But if it's a fucking pandemic and it's the end of the fucking world or whatever, and it's like, you know, everyone's dropping like flies, which, I mean, we've all kind of readily seen that's really not the case. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it just seems ridiculous. I didn't even mention that it's like this vaccine just got rolled out in record time and you expect me to be like, oh, okay, I'll line up. At the very least, I'm going to wait a fucking while. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't know, just for my interest, I just, I don't know. It, it, it's it's silly on all counts. I, I don't even really get it. Uh, but I mean, it's kind of funny. Uh, just a little anecdote at my work where uh, when I was in the military, they gave us, they allowed us to choose whether we wanted to take it or not. I mean, they're not forcing us to yet or, or you know, like 
So, and like almost everybody was like, nope, fuck no. The only people who did were like our leadership. And I don't know. And it seemed weird. So I don't know if it was just a matter of that, like their leadership was probably like, you need to do this. So the younger guys do it. But all the younger guys were like, uh-uh, fuck off. Like they literally gave us, like I was like the boss of my like area and they gave us a fucking piece of paper and like, have your guys fill us out. And like everyone put like jokes, like, uh, nope, hell no, nope, no way. (laughs) So like that was the the mentality of my work. I mean, obviously it's a little bit more blue collar and probably more conservative, but even then we had a couple like lefty guys and they still were like, even they were like, well, they weren't like, fuck no. They were like, well, I don't know. It it seems a little weird and blah, blah, blah. And these are like lefty guys. Like they're like, I don't know. (laughs) So yeah, there's a lot of doubt to go around with this and it, it is really weird. It just seems like a, a floundering, dying state, you know, in its death throes is what it feels like. But that's kind of when it's most dangerous in some ways. So you also got to be careful. But. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you catch uh, Austin Peterson's appearance on Break the Cycle last night at all? Did you see any of that? No, I did not. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. And toward the end, <clears throat> Austin brought up a great point that, you know, people love to react out of fear. And that's something that I've said on this channel quite a bit. Very rarely do they react out of logic? It's like 80% fear. The problem is that libertarians also react out of fear or they need, they need that enemy to always be the worst possible thing ever um, when it doesn't always have to be. So, you know, it's always got to be like, they are trying to exterminate us. That's what this vaccine is. It's like, okay, you don't know that that's true. You don't really have any evidence that that's true, you know? So, I mean, it kind of goes both ways with the complete trust or the full-on Alex Jones conspiracy nut job, um, you know, just assuming the absolute worst. And to be fair, there have been instances in the past where they have been doing the absolute worst. So it's always good to realize that that could be the case, but it's just like every single time anything happens, if you just go full blown alarmist, you actually lose any clout that you might have had before because then people aren't going to listen to you anymore, first of all. And then you're also, you're also just not, you know, you're not um, looking at each situation with the clarity it deserves, I guess. What are your thoughts on that? No, I, I agree. There was a, especially to this whole COVID thing in general, there's been a lot of alarmism. And I, I'm not going to lie, I was a little susceptible to it too. I mean, I wasn't like being crazy and going about like 5G or anything else like that. But even then, as silly as it was, when the 5G shit came up, I was like, I legit, the, my first instinct was like, well, I want to hear this out. I mean, I don't, I have no idea. I'm a tech idiot. So I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't even know what 5G is. Like, so yeah. I mean, you want to explain this to me? And then when I kind of want to heard more, I'm like, all right, this sounds a little retarded. But like I was, I didn't immediately offhand dismiss it, but on the other, I feel like that's the healthy approach, but you also don't want to immediately uh, like latch onto it either. Because I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if there's some sinister crap going on here, but I, I mean, I guess there no I actually do think there's sinister stuff going on, but I mean, in the, like crazy sinister shit, but really, yeah. I feel like it's most likely just the fact that like, I don't know, they're just trying to expand their state, you know, state power with like you know, pushing out the vaccines and shit. And I really feel like it's as simple as that. It's probably just some moneyed interests. That's about it, really. Like, if I had to guess. But, I mean, like, I really highly doubt they're sterilizing the population or some crazy shit. But who knows? I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. Yeah, like. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's how I felt about the, the election. Like, uh, I feel like people are all... This, this has been a big subject lately, too. But people are always asking, do you think there was fraud? And I'm like, yeah, duh. And then, like, do you think it was rigged? Yes, I think it was rigged. And then like, oh, so you think it was stolen? And I was like, okay, those are three very different questions. I don't know if it was stolen. Like, I don't know. I The the reason I, at least at first, really doubted that it was stolen was because everyone was declaring Trump is going to win. Trump is going to win. Like all the Trump people before the election happened. And then election night comes around and they're like, oh, he won, he won, he won. And then, you know, the results trickle in and he loses. And then they're like, oh, no, this was obviously fake. This is obviously rigged. There's no way. And that was the attitude from day one. So I was never going to take you seriously anyways. Now, if it turns out that it was stolen, it's not going to surprise me at all. I won't be like, oh, my God, I never thought this was possible. Yeah, of course, I think it's possible. But it's the complete certainty that the worst nefarious possible conclusion is what always is being pushed by the other side that makes me not really consider everything you have to say all the time. 
Um, you know, this is why I like Ryan Dawson because he's actually usually doing damage control for the conspiracy theories. He's like, okay, guys, like, no, there weren't aliens and there were planes that hit the buildings, like all this shit. Like, this is what we should actually be paying attention to. And a lot of people, they just don't do that. They just go full bore for like the craziest thing ever. And I don't know, like, I just don't care what you have to say as much if that's the way you're going to act. No, yeah, totally. And, and, and on the uh, election thing, whether it was stolen or not, it wasn't stolen. That's part of the game. So I, it's like, it's just a silly, like whenever I've argued people about that, it's kind of like, well, every election, in my opinion, is is fraud. Every election is rigged. Like, it, it's just like, that's if you aren't, like, it's kind of like if you aren't cheating, you aren't trying when it comes to the political world. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, a lot of people know, like, I'm not a big fan of the political shit at all. Like, I don't even advocate utilizing the political realm. But it's kind of like, I mean, that's literally part of the game. So if you're playing the game, it is kind of silly to whine, cry about cheating. It's like, well, okay, fucking prove it. I mean, I, I don't tell you, like, I mean, people still screeching about them. I mean, I do like that it is like made people be like, uh, like distrust the system, but it's like, all right, cool. Well, here we are now. Now you're realizing that like this happens every fucking time. And this is part of the game. You didn't even realize it's part of the game. And now it's blowing your fucking mind. But uh, I mean, I'm glad people are starting to realize that. Um, I don't know if you want to address the super chat. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll let him know. I have no idea about what the difference is between the two. Anyways, I do <laughs> like the money amount too. though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm in the same boat here. I, I don't actually know. Cause I haven't been paying that close attention. Like the, the amount of research I did was, should I get the vaccine? And I looked into it and that, you know, I looked into my chance of death and chance of spreading it to someone else. And these vaccines are available to everyone who wants them. And I have a 0.02% chance of death. So I honestly am not a vaccine nerd. Like after that, I just kind of was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to get it. Um, so yeah, this question isn't great for me, but yeah, no, I mean, like I, I said before, like even it with the passing on thing, the majority of people I interact with are between, I don't know, 10 and 50 and they're mostly in moderately good health. So it's not really, I mean, I don't know. I guess you can get a little bit ridiculous and be like, what about the people they interact with? But I don't know. Like I legit am the kind of guy who goes to work, comes home, and that's about it. So yeah, I also yeah. want to say, don't come to this channel or my Twitter page for medical advice. Like, I mean, if I put a tweet out and someone takes it to heart and they die, I mean, I mean this seriously. Like that's their fault. Like you shouldn't be getting medical advice from Reed Coverdale. I'm I'm talking about like the societal bullshit that has pushed me to not want to get it and why I've chosen not to get it, but. I'm not your doctor. I'm not a medical professional. If you really have like legitimate questions about this, don't go find your answer on podcasts. Like go talk to your doctor and see what they have to say. I mean, don't just don't take it from here. Like, I mean, if you take my medical advice, you deserve whatever you get. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I'll take this one further. Don't come to me for advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any, I, I mean, any you part. can listen to me, but probably double check everything I say. <laughs> Um, yeah, the other thing I wanted to get to, uh, we were talking about how people are getting deplatformed for unpopular opinions. That's also happening like in the underground media. And it's not the government or big tech shutting them down, but there's peer pressure to not have certain people on shows because of things they're going to say. Um, I was pressured to condemn people recently and I didn't do it. Uh, and it's happened many times before <clears throat> and I'm not going to do it. So you guys can stop asking me to condemn people. It's not going to fucking happen. All right. Like if I feel like I should condemn somebody, I will. I'm not going to give into your bullshit pressure about something someone said. I don't care. Like I will. If, if somebody's out of line and does something wrong, like I'll, I'll say it. Uh, so quit it with the whole like read. You need to address this. You need to say this. Like just stop. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. If you, um, if you ask me to condemn something, I'm going to make fun of you. So exactly. that's like I'm probably going to call you a faggot. Like I, I, I don't know what to tell. Like do not come to me. If it's serious enough, you probably should go to, uh, I don't know, deal with it yourself or, or, you know, as cringe as it may be for me and Ericus, if you really feel like you got to go fucking call the quote unquote authorities or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. I, you know, like if it's serious enough that you feel like someone should condemn it, then it, it probably is a legit crime. Otherwise, you're fucking wasting my time. Like you yeah. legit are. Right? And I genuinely don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, so I mean, I might like the juicy drama, but I'm not going to condemn anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, recently in the libertarian world, there's been a few guests that some friends of ours have had on who have made a lot of waves. And then there's been a lot of condemning going on. And, you know, how dare you have this person on your show? 
Uh, just so you guys know, like I'm going to have Abby Martin on the show next month. I disagree with Abby Martin on a lot, but I think she's a hero when it comes to the Palestinian, uh, you know, the, the, her, um, what is it? Her Gaza fights for freedom documentary. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but her work on the Palestinian Israeli conflict is amazing. And I think she's great on war, the war on terrorism, specifically uh, the CIA. I mean, and so we're going to talk about that and I'm not going to ask her to condemn Medicare for all or something when she's on my show. Cause I don't fucking care. Like I want to talk to her about that interesting stuff. Um, and then other uh, friends of ours, um, actually, multi- like this isn't just one channel. This happens all the time. People have guests on that other people don't approve of, and then they try to get them doxxed and they try to, you know, get everyone to disapprove and comment on how they shouldn't have had them on. That's fucking bullshit. Like, don't do that. I mean, if you do that to me for someone I've had on, I'm more likely to have that person back on just to piss you off. Um, I don't know if you want to say anything, Jose. No, yeah, no. I mean, this is kind of this situation in general. It was a perfect reason like i know we use it jokingly and like but it kind of is weirdly good exercise for when it becomes real the devil down is legit like i like i know we use it for like fucking like just trolling and shit but it kind of applies in real world situations and it applied here in this specific situation um most of the players involved just kind of double down and we're like no like but most of these people were like kind of shit poster types that were embroiled in this and kind of most of them were like no fuck you and i do want to explain like a lot of people probably know what we're talking about i'm not i we're not doing specifics just because, like, the person involved actually apologized. And it was really big of them. So I will give them that. And I really much, really appreciate it. But it was fucking still wild. <laughs> like, I mean, it was very big of them for apologizing. I can't stress that enough. It means a lot. But it was fucking weird. Because there was a lot of also being, like, conflating and being like, well, this, this is what the Libertarian Party's doing, which I couldn't be any more explicit that I have nothing to do with the Libertarian Party. I wish it was dissolved. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't fucking care about it. I also I mean, want my buddies are the LP. <laughs> I also want to say, like, I'm not even talking about just that situation. There's been yeah. like three or four recently, yes. and it's just like one after. I mean, there was another one that showed up today, and a lot of these have to do with the same guy who keeps having people on. But it's just like, you know, if you don't like his show, don't fucking watch it. If you don't like my show, don't watch mine. Um, you know, like, um. And then, I mean, it's not just in one direction. It's not like the red pill getting angry at the blue pill guys. Like, it goes the other way. Like, people will go on some blue pill fucking show and people will get mad. Like, I had Nick Gillespie on my show and some people were angry about that. It's like, fuck you. Like, I'll have whoever I want on here to talk about it. And I mean, if I thought I could have an interesting conversation with uh, John Hudak, I'd have him on my show. I just don't. Like, I don't think it would be interesting. So that's why I don't do it. I'm going to have Jerry Kaufman, uh, Jeremy Kaufman on the show soon. That's pissing a lot of people off and I'm going to have him on. I don't care. Um, <laughs> you know, like Kaufman's just great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just go do your own show. If you're so pissed about who everyone's bringing on. Um, that, that's see. actually what caught the eye of Dave was that Kaufman episode I did with him, which we got yeah. a pretty amazing Hitler joke in there, which you guys will probably enjoy if you're based. I <laughs> <laughs> we managed to make a joke out of the bell curve like race discussion and hitler it, it's pretty great <laughs> the superiority on the replies your retweet has been entertaining and a little bit disgusting yeah so the tweet i put out and it, so to be fair like the tweet doesn't have much context and if you just read it it might seem just contrarian and stupid if you like haven't been reading any of my other tweets but my tweet said i'm not getting the vaccine the largest reason I'm not getting it is because of the massive propaganda and social pressure to do so. So I got tons of comments like, oh, are you also not going to brush your teeth because there's massive societal pressure to do so? Or are you also not going to wipe your ass? Or, you know, like all these dumb comments. And so I technically didn't say anything incorrect in the tweet because I looked at it again and I said the largest reason. And that is the largest reason I'm not getting it at this point is because of the bullshit propaganda and then also because I just don't think it does anything, you know, but um, yeah, people were really exposing themselves for what horrible people they were. They were saying they hope I die, you know, that I think I talked about this earlier, but yeah, it was really disgusting to see. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm not deleting that tweet. I doubled down on it because I didn't say anything incorrect, even though it might not draw the completely whole picture. I didn't say anything wrong in that tweet. And I just doubled down and when it, every time it was released on one of these uh, lists, I would just say based and then like, you know, just doubled it. And by the way, people don't want to see you apologize for stupid shit. Like only ever apologize for something if you got it wrong. Like if you 
maligned someone accidentally that you had incorrect information about or something like, yeah, then apologize. But other than that, like people detest you. If Even you if you're wrong, that. consider maybe still doubling down. Think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Depends on the scenario. Uh, I mean, what was I going to say? Uh, fuck. I had a point. Uh, well, no, I, I kind of want to touch on too. A lot of this shit that like happened was actually, I don't know what I want to touch on it. You kind of brought up how it doesn't get the full context. A lot of people forget that like a lot of this shit happens on Twitter and context isn't a thing basically on Twitter. So like, you got to keep that in mind. I know like a lot of, especially the shit posters like to instinctively jump down someone's throat, but you also to some extent have to be like, is there any other way this can be interpreted? Cause like one of these things is like literally a thing that's been going on for a while. That was literally the direct result of that. And then to tie into another point is a lot of these people who got offended are the same people who are like kind of our kind who shit posts and like look at all these people they're they're fucking with their sacred cow or whatever. But it's like oh well as soon as Christianity comes up and then the other one the other big one that really struck some nerves is Age of Consent, which to be fair I get it, uh, yeah. but like I think a lot of people really weren't understanding what the person was getting at. Like I mean maybe we, I mean I don't want to hash that all up again. I mean, whether you do or not, even especially with some sort of insane accusation, you need to be like, I know they all joke and shit posting, but there are certain things that are like, hey, what are you hurling around? Maybe you ought to know, make sure you have all the context before you get all wild. Like, it's all fun and yeah. stuff, but like, there are certain things that, like, maybe I should, uh, maybe should look into this a little bit more before I say this. I mean, yeah, I mean, shit posting can go over the line of libel pretty easily <laughs> like i mean some things that you say on twitter that you get away with i don't necessarily think you should be able to get away with because i don't see what the difference between doing that and publishing a piece about someone is at some you know sometimes it's just like uh you said this about yeah but it was on twitter okay well a hundred thousand people saw it and now they think that about me how's that different than publishing a newspaper article and saying something about me you know i mean so be careful when you cross that line of actually accusing someone of a crime. I mean, that's, that's a bit bigger than just saying, wow, that's kind of creepy dude. Or I can't believe you'd say that. Like, I mean, you're crossing into completely different territory at that point. Yeah. I don't know what to make of this dude's thing. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I take it as a compliment, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I do want to address somebody. Somebody put ironically, the biggest turnoff from the LP is the annoying outrage and infighting from the BFCs. To be fair, credit where credit is due. I'm someone who's not even, I already said, I don't even agree with utilizing LP or utilizing the political structure, but that's actually kind of not the case right now. If anything, I think like kind of our conversation here is an indicative of the BFCs are kind of being driven out. And now it's becoming more of an infighting among the non-BFCs is kind of how I see it from an well, outside perspective. Well, I would say like BFC is not blue pill, red pill exclusive. Yeah. Like you can be a red pill BFC. If okay. you are someone who is, I mean, the, the way I kind of defined BFC and that's bitch fuck cock for those of you who don't know who are new, it's basically someone who's a parasite who has nothing to add themselves and all they're doing is tearing down other people instead of, adding something to the situation themselves. So, I mean, sometimes you can do both of those things. Like you can actually be adding and then tearing other people down too. Like I wouldn't call you a BFC at that point. You're just kind of annoying, but there are definitely like red pill BFCs who do nothing but attack Justin Amash say like they just do nothing but eviscerate him and are not doing anything themselves to add any sort of interesting material to the conversation. So, I mean, if you're, yeah, just because the loser brigade is going away doesn't mean all the BFCs are gone. Like they'll they'll exist on both sides of the spectrum, I think. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like I do think that some of the elements that initially wanted to be pushed out, the larger elements have been pushed out. And that my point is now it's like it's kind of like I guess you could almost say the LPMC has kind of basically succeeded in their takeover, and now it's kind of there are fissions being struck in there. And that was kind of a point. I, one of my points I've made about it is I think. Once they have slayed their dragon, now it's like they're kind of, to some extent, need something to fight, and it's going to be inward as opposed to outward. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way I see it. So It should be the state. Like, that's yeah. what you're supposed to be fighting. So I, I wanted to talk about, just I know we're coming up on an hour here, so I'll cut us off after this, but the whole idea of unity and not bitching about everything. So what that means is not like, it, it doesn't mean don't say things that might be inflammatory or don't say controversial opinions 
I'm actually putting it on the other end. Like if somebody says something that you don't like, fucking get over it or have a civil discussion with them about it. The reactionaryism is what is tearing everything apart. Like if you're a libertarian, if you're tough, if you believe everyone has the right to voice their opinions, if you see something that you don't like, like fucking move beyond it. If you can't handle it without being a little pussy bitch, like that's, that's what this has always been about since the beginning. Like I was never trying to shut down speech, never trying to get people to shut up and just say like neatly packaged uh, material that wouldn't offend anyone. What I wanted was people to get over that and like you said, kind of push the push the war outward instead of inward. So, you know, I mean, I'm not someone who heavily controls my own speech because I don't care because I have a lot of things to say. It's when people, you know, they, they miss the forest for the trees and they just focus on something that I said that they disagree with that they can't get by. To me, they're the ones who are useless. I like I like the people who might disagree with me on religion or, you know, cultural issues or something that has nothing to do with state control. Like you might think that I'm too straight edge or I'm a godless heathen or whatever. I don't care if you can get over that and work with me against the state. What I care, what, what pisses me off is if I say something and then you say, Oh, you're my enemy because we disagree on this irrelevant issue. If I mean that I'm just trying to, that's the unity thing to me. It's not about Mm -hmm. self-censorship and not saying anything mean. It's about like, dude, fucking get over it and work together with someone who might disagree with you on something. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I think a lot of this, like, is kind of cultivating a culture, essentially. A lot of this, like, shitposting and stuff. And it's kind of, like, and driving out the bad elements. And I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. The unity division thing, it kind of goes both ways. I, I, I think, you know, I've always joked there's unity and division and division and unity. Right. So and there's something to that. Like, you don't want to be overly unified with everyone. I don't know. I, I, I've, we've kind of belabored this point ad nauseum and many other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, there, and it's very much just like, hey, you want to stay? You want to not be a, a, a friggin' turd about it? Okay, cool. Let's move on. Like, yeah. it's really that simple. Like, people make it like, oh, unity's over. Like, well, maybe for you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, like, truck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of the way I see it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm more like, I'm seeing things as, I remember someone shared something the other day. I'm, I'm like, I'm not really necessarily trying to convince people. I'm trying to identify people. That's my perspective on the world right now. And if you're convinced along the way, cool. Like I'm more, it's kind of the remnant concept. Like I'm not necessarily trying to create converts. If you convert, cool. I'm trying to identify those that like we can kind of, you know, herd together. You know, I think Vin Armani says something about like an arc. Like yeah. kind of like a, a you know who's the remnant going to be that gets on the arc because I'm I'm all about like you know trying to create what's next you know trying to get out start living anarchy getting away from the state that kind of stuff you know so yeah yeah man well there's an hour so we'll wrap it right there uh, anything else you want to plug or anything else you want to say no like I said I do have I'm really excited about the episode dropping this week it's my first of the series of the anarchist handbook I'm doing an anarchist handbook I'm gonna try to do like every chapter. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to bring on people that have something to say. What's up, Jackman Radio? Um, but um, I'm, I'm going to try to fucking, um, you know, have people on that obviously have something to contribute to the conversation. Me and Magnus are both big egoists, so we're big fans of Sterner. So, and it's funny because he's a mutualist. I'm an ANCAP or agorist or whatever you want to go with. So we're kind of coming from different angles. But that's kind of my point with egoism and it kind of transcends. Uh, we had a really great conversation. I'm really excited for everyone to check it out. And the probably the next one, unless I squeeze another one in there, is will probably be Dave Smith. And I'm going to have him on talk about anatomy and state. And that's like really special for me. I mean, I'm trying not to fangirl. I'm not one to like hero worship. But literally, Dave Smith is who convinced me to read anatomy and state. And anatomy and state is what literally was like what made me an anarchist. Like a lot of people say that, like hear that, like, oh, you just took one book and now you're an anarchist. No, I've been like kind of an anarchist for the longest time, kind of sitting on the fence. And that kind of really was the one that was like, oh, shit, like. This is not yeah. going to work. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's going to be really magical and kind of fucking, at least for me, it's kind of a big deal for me uh, if that, that I'm literally doing a podcast on that with the person who got me to read it. It's kind of a magical moment. Um, but yeah, it, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gushing like a little girl. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> my, my podcast is No Way Jose YouTube. Uh, it's also on anywhere audio podcasts are at. Uh, if you feel like you want to give me money, I'm always for that. Patreon.com just no way Jose 2020. And yeah, that's all I got. It's been fun. Thanks for having me on, man. I always like coming on. Yeah, man. No problem. Uh, I will be at Freedom Fest the entire time. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to be there and if you're watching, but uh, if you are, hit me up. I'll, I'll be there. Um, and then, as I said, uh, I think next month we've got Abby Martin coming on and maybe Tulsi Gabbard next month. I'm not really sure. It's going to be next month or the month after. She's on She's on duty, so whenever she gets off, we're working on that. And then I'm also working on Matt Kibbe, who already confirmed he'll do an interview with me. And then Peter Schiff is still in the works trying to – I've got people who work for him who are in contact with me. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, thank you for watching. Um, oh, and I will be on Bridget Fetessy's show on Tuesday. Uh, I want to thank all my Twitter fans for helping me get on that show. Uh, she specifically commented that I have very loyal fans because she put this post out. I want to talk to a truck driver who listens to podcasts. And I got tagged probably a hundred times. Like no one else was even close. I think a few people got tagged like five times, but Thank you for that. I really appreciate you guys. Oh, one more plug. Sorry, let me throw you off. Fucking, no, I completely just forgot. Uh, Tower Power Hour. We're actually having Dave Smith on towards the end of this month. So, uh, oh, this, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm one of the people who hosts it occasionally. Reed is a frequent. You could borderline say he is a Tower Power Hour member. I don't know. He's basically been. He's, I think you've been there more than I have. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Check Tower Power out if you are someone who likes the raunchy crazy shit like kind of a little bit my style but times five today uh you will enjoy it uh be prepared for gamer words <laughs> absolutely <laughs> all right guys we will catch you on the next stream